the college football experience way too early week 13 season preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience. Way too early week 13 college football preview. My name is Kobe swinging database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Oh my God. The quarterback is toast. The quarterback is toast. Patty C. All right. This next guy, you know him. All right. I already kind of gave him an introduction, I guess. Uh, give it up for former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing a wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Well, mm. do, 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 do. week 13 it's here. <laughs> But if you have been following any of our series with the way too early weeks, go back and check them out. All 13 weeks of the college football season is being, are being covered is being covered. What am I talking about? Anyway, third man in the booth, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up guys? How are we doing today? Here you go. Hello. You play to win the game. That's your song. All right. Lots of good games here this week too. It's the last week of the regular season, all the big rivalries, all the games that are going to determine who plays in the conference championship, who plays in a playoff or a, as we call it, an invitation on this show. Invitational. Same difference. That's that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great, great week of games here, though. I I can't believe we're at week thirteen. The, you know, the final week. It's Thanksgiving. Uh, pretty crazy. You got games on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. God bless America. Um, I'm gonna say this. I am gonna miss. I mean, I, although right now I really wish we had some spring football. 
going on with USFL, XFL, whatever it may be. Right. Because I'm bored as shit, but this has already got me frothing at the mouth and we're not even in July yet. This is why fucking the, the way it's set up is great because you're so ready by football season. We have gone through the whole season here and we've already predicted everything. Now we just got to see it actually happen. There we go. And then we'll go back week by week and see like who picked what games and what upsets we picked. And pretty soon we'll finally find out that the games I picked are the best ones. Oh, oh, oh. Well, Patty sees what did he pick last week? Uh <laughs> North Carolina at Pitt as number one. That was the Michael Oloa candy. I think that was two fucking. weeks ago. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was the Michael Oloa candy. <laughs> Oloa Candy, whatever it was. Uh all right, let's get to this now. If you're a first time listener, like I said, go check out all other 12 weeks are there. So if you're most interested in week one, we have that one covered. Um this is the final one. And what we do is we draft. All right. So last week I had first pick, so now Patty C had the third pick. And he is first. I am second. NC Knicks shifts over to third. We're going drop drafting the top thirty games of the week, and we'll draft them and tell them tell us tell each other why we we essentially sl- slated that game in that right spot. Jeez, can I talk, Patty C? <laughs> um, no is the answer to that question. And then we'll get to the Lou Holtz what the fuck game of the week and the upsets. Jeez, I can't talk. Also. Army and Navy is a game. Yeah, we're throwing it on. That it, that counts for this week because that's played later, okay? All right, Patty C. Let's go. Pick 1, Patty C. Let me just give you uh let me just give you a little music here while you're while you're deciding. Oh, baby. Buddy, we don't have to go. We don't have to think a lot about this one. This has been pretty much the top game for the past few years. Of course, we're going down to Auburn, Alabama. Auburn, Alabama. Okay, this one obviously Look, kick six. Chris Davis. Of course, three of the last four times this game has been played in Auburn, uh, Auburn has come away with the victory, and that includes uh, against number one Alabama, against number one Alabama, and against number five Alabama. So this is a death trap. It's a it's a haunted house for Alabama, and it always has been. And uh, I don't expect this year to be any different. I think Alabama, even with Brian Harson, year one, that's another compelling part of this one. That's true. But year one coaches for uh, Auburn recently have been uh, Gene Chizik, who actually won it in year two, won a national championship and Gus Malzahn, who barely lost a national championship in his first year at the helm. So maybe Harson has some similar magic. They've got some quarterbacks there. Uh, and if Auburn has a good season, they're either going to be playing spoiler or uh, I, I do think they're very capable of winning this. They always are. What is Gene Chizik up to these days? <laughs> That's a I, he, about I, I, I think he works for SEC Network. Does he? Yeah, I think okay. I think he I, does. I, I, I was going to say a fall from grace. Wow. Now this game has to be first, right? I mean, the Iron Bowl. It's Alabama. It's Auburn. Is one of the best college football rivalries in the country. You know, Bama's going to be a top five, top ten school. I think Auburn's going to be better than last year. And yeah, I mean, look in Tuscaloosa, Bama rolls Auburn at Auburn. It seems like they have a very tough time. And I think, uh, I think it could happen again. I think this is a potential upset. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, I would bet against that, but history tells me that I'd be a fool to definitely assume that um, it, it's the, it's maybe the best rivalry in all of college football. It's it's Duke Carolina basketball, essentially in a way. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a time when obviously another item on this list, which is probably going to go in the top three uh, potentially uh, would have been that game, but Auburn Alabama has become the mm. top rivalry in college football. 
All right. Yeah, so with with the uh, dominance of the SEC and the dominance of, and the rise to power of Alabama, I think it has become clearly number one. And the fact that Auburn's been able to actually hang in this game. Yeah, I think that, yes, that I was yes. about to say that's the most important part. Is yeah, is the fact look, that it's competitive. Yeah, we're gonna look at a lot of good rivalries, you know, this week, and we're gonna pick a lot of them high. That doesn't necessarily mean they've been all that competitive of late. Mm-hmm. But this one has, and that's why it's number one. And but yeah. and before I get to uh, shame on college football for not having what what we used to get this week: Texas, Texas A and M, West Virginia, Pitt, uh, Colorado, Nebraska, and uh, Kansas, Missouri. I think was one. Uh, there, there was. I'm probably forgetting a few other rivalries that were fantastic this week. Shame on you, college football, for doing us dirty like this. Um, all right, pick two. Well. This is the elephant in the room here. Ohio State at Michigan. Look, I understand it's it's I mean, this has gotten really ugly lately. Really, really ugly lately. It's Ohio State has won every single one until uh, and t- 2011 was the last time. And really uh if you if you take that one away, they've only Michigan's only won one since 2004. Mm, that's crazy. Wow. To the point where Michigan basically c- bitched out of this past just to give you an idea from 1988 to 1998, Ohio state only won twice Uh, over a 11 year period there. Yeah. And that included Ohio state having some very good top five teams. Michigan was their boogeyman back in the nineties and late eighties. The tide has turned. Michigan still leads the series 58, 51 and six. Uh, But check this out. This is why this one's interesting. And this is why you could make the case that it could be better than Auburn, Alabama. Now I had Auburn, Alabama slated number one, but Harbaugh could save his job. What what if they're seven and four coming into this game and they win this, he's going to save his job. I've heard people in the Michigan area. Tell me that as much as they want him out, if he wins this game and makes a bowl, it'll be safe. He'll be safe. Well, if he could fuck up Ohio State's season too, if like a, if they could take away a playoff berth for Ohio State, then he would be a, a legend no matter what happens the rest of his way in uh, Ann Arbor. But I do think that, gosh, he is on the hot seat, and so I do think that that's a compelling element of this game that makes it fun. I I would be surprised if he doesn't figure it out and get it together. There's just too much talent on that roster, and he's too good of a coach to lay clunker after clunker. He's done pretty well so far. I, I figure he'll turn it around. I actually expect this game to potentially have Big Ten uh, title game implications. Wow, Nick, your well, thoughts on this one? Let's yeah. face it, guys. If you're a head coach of Michigan, you have to beat Ohio State at least a portion of the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's. I mean, you have to beat Michigan State, and you have to beat Ohio State at least. You know, every other time or every third game or so. I mean, I. You have to beat Michigan State. I would say you know two out of three games, and you have to beat Ohio State maybe one out of three. Well, they they, sh- they should have beat them in in 2016 with that bad first down spot. But at the same time, Wilton Spate yeah. fumbled at the one yard line. If he just walks that in, the game's over. Um, but that my my point that I was going to make here is that it's not only that. If you throw away that 2016 game, they've got their ass kicked in every game. 42 to 13. I'll tell you one. What's that? I was driving through Ohio when the, the, the 2019 game was, was going on. Cause I was staying, I was driving from Michigan to NC. We we're staying the night in Marietta, Ohio. By the time I got there and got, went to this like pizza place bar, 
the Buckeyes had won 56 to 27. And let me tell you that whole bar was drunk off their ass. <laughs> and there was just like a sense of uh, jubilation and, and, you know, and uh, debauchery in that whole town. So <laughs> as much as I don't like the Buckeyes, I respect that. Uh, no, Cause people. I mean, they, you, they, you could just tell they were just soaking it, soaking it in, just blowing out Harbaugh. Blowing out Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, lately there's been a lot of that. Well, the year before they they, they scored 62 on them <laughs> yeah. when Michigan was number four at the time, and Ohio State was number ten. So uh, I mean, look, four of the pa- actually five of the past six games, Ohio State's won by double digits. They've won them all, but only once was this game close. You'd have to go back before that. It would it would go all the way to uh, 2013, where where Ohio State won by one, 42-41. Um, Let me ask you this: What's that? These are the two most wins, winningest programs in college football history. Michigan number one at 1350, or uh, sorry, 964. Ohio State at number two, 931. Michigan leads this all-time rivalry, 58 to 51. Ohio State's obviously been closing that gap every year. at some point, does Ohio State become revered as the 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 team in college football? Because right now they're not even the team in my mind. You know this this is showing my age here in the in their own rivalry. I say Michigan is still Michigan, but if Ohio State takes really? over this rivalry, you are living yeah, in the past. That's they the homerism. The, that's they have. <laughs> oh no, they've the taken over the rivalry. There's no doubt about it. What I'm saying is, if if you had to say who is college football, Michigan. Is college football? No, they're the winningest no. team all time. I still wouldn't uh-huh. consider that. You don't think who? I think Alabama would be the one that comes to mind as yeah. as then yeah. Clemson. No, no, and then Ohio Clemson State. is college football. I, no, because Nick, we're talking about over our lifetime. No, like, no we're talking Alabama about won a champ- we're talking about in the history of college football. That's what I'm talking. That's about. what I mean. Who is college football? Alabama would be one. I wasn't alive when Joe Namath and Bart Starr yeah. were quarterbacks there, sure. or Ken Notre Stabler. Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame's got a shit ton of history, obviously in cachet. If you had gone to the eighties, I would say it would be undisputed. Notre Dame was college football, you know, but after that, maybe Miami, Florida state put their, uh, but Alabama goes in every decade is there. Yeah. Alabama is on Notre a very Dame, short list. Notre Dame in in the two thousands and even the nineties, <laughs> you could say Notre we're, Dame we're, has fallen off. You could say, Oh, well, they were ranked in the top 10, but we all know that was chicken shit. I'm not you know saying Alabama had, Bama has some down years under Shula and uh, yeah, Shula. Like that was a down, down years, years. Right? Of was, course, there was one other coach in there. Uh, Mike DeBoe, I believe. Or yes, yeah, uh, yes. But no other university has had Forrest Gump, so I guess you have to <laughs> yeah. help it. And I mean, dude, they still won a national championship in the nineties. Those teams, yeah, it's probably yeah, Alabama. It's right Alabama. Now. But I thought you meant present day and you know, present day is like within the last 10 well, years, n- name, and, and, me, and, and, name me two legendary coaches. Cause bear Bryant and Nick Saban are going to go down as the best two coaches probably in history of college football. That's true. They, Michigan does not have anyone. I mean, fielding Yost, I guess Fritz Chrysler, but those are like a f- hundred years ago. So, yeah. you know, well, Ohio state, maybe urban Meyer and uh, what's his face. Jim Jim yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Michigan's yeah. got a fucking uh, Jim, Jim Jim Beckler. Beckler. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Uh, don't mention his name too, too loud right now. <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's move it along. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, NC Nick pick three, where are you going? Well, there is an obvious two, and that was those two. I could go a lots of directions here. I got a game very close to me. I'll save that because I don't think you guys are going to take it. And I'll go. I guess I'll go with the Egg Bowl. Yes, because 
it is going to be a blast this year. I mean, just look at the the characters who are the head coaches for each school: Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Huge game for both programs, and it should be a lot of fun. Ole Miss won at home last year, thirty-one twenty-one. Uh, I expect to be closer this go around, and I think uh, Mississippi State might win this time. Uh, this this game is placed probably where it should be because this is a, and it's on Thanksgiving. I mean, come yeah. on, this is better than any NFL game on Thanksgiving. This is Absolutely. why we tuned in. <laughs> Both these teams hate each other. Um, Old Miss does lead the series sixty-three to forty-five, but the largest victory in this series was by Mississippi State, sixty-five to nothing once. Wow, hmm. was, was that like back in the day? It was like back in nineteen fifteen. But uh, if you look they, back, they had a good. T- they had a good team that year, <laughs> if I do recall. Hey, re- remember though. Uh, by the way, it was thirty-one twenty-four last year, not thirty-one twenty-one. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, you look back the year before that, Mississippi State won twenty-one twenty, and that was uh, hilarious because what had happened was Ole Miss tied it up, but their receiver did the uh, the dog peeing on the on the on the Mississippi State yeah. logo. As dumb as got it a gets. fifteen-yard penalty, and they missed the extra point. Cause that game was headed right. to overtime. It cost That's Matt right. Luke his job. Three of the past four games been decided by seven points or less. So this one's, this one's fun. This one's a blast actually. Yeah. I got to say, I mean, this is one that hasn't been on our radar for a long time. Obviously Ole Miss has been who they are forever. You know, a team with talent that can't get it done for whatever reason, just st- stuck in, you know, fifth place in a log jam in that division. But uh, Mississippi state has come up over the recent years and I'm kind of pissed off that Alabama and uh, A&M are because I want this to be a marquee matchup, especially on Thanksgiving. There is, there are great personalities in this game and there could be a lot of hatred. This is something I could get used to seeing on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should, I mean, they, they, they played it on Thanksgiving for a little bit there. I think so. Yeah. And they used to play Texas, Texas A&M a yeah, lot. That's on the one that I'd be watching yeah, on Both of these would happen on Thanksgiving a lot. Yeah. So hopefully they stick to this one, this, and there's one other game going on Thanksgiving. I believe Fresno state, San Jose state. Maybe we'll get to that one later, but um, yeah, I mean, this game's great. Uh, I can't wait to watch this one. This is must watch TV. Uh, and, and uh, with that said, Patty C pick number four, where are you going? Oh, pick number four. I'm going to go way down the list from where I think Colby values. Well, no, I game. just threw these together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to Palo Alto, California, where the fighting Irish will be taking on what? Stanford. Dude, Notre Dame wow. schedule. <laughs> no, the reason for this is because Notre Dame does not have uh, really a ball buster schedule in front of them. I think they can manage it pretty well. And I think that they could even, given how often they're overrated, they could be one loss at this point in the season. Let me let me get Notre Dame's schedule pulled up again real quick. But their hardest game they have. Aren't a, you calling for Notre Dame to lose the Florida State Week One? I have <laughs> changed my tune on that. <laughs> it's going to be closer than people think, but I do think Notre Dame gets that done, even down in Tallahassee. I think Florida State's on the come up. By the way, they're just not not going to get it done against Notre Dame just yet. But uh, Wisconsin is in Soldier Field. Cincinnati's at home, sure, and they get USC at home. So other than that, a, tr- a road trip to Lane Stadiums. T- I just can- don't find this matchup exciting. Well, you never no, will. Uh, it's not. It's boring. <laughs> well, you you guys are knuckleheads, and of course Stanford plays a boring brand of football. But th- this game has had massive implications in the past. And guess what? Stanford improved last year, four and two last year with all four of their wins on the road on back to back to back to back weeks. 
and uh, Notre Dame, in case you guys didn't realize, went to the playoff last year. So uh, I think <laughs> wrongfully, <laughs> potentially, I don't have it top ten, Colby. I bet yeah, Notre Dame. I wouldn't either. I'll, I'll bet you money. Notre Dame has one loss going into this game. Wow, I think they have more this year. But I, here's the problem, Patty. See, I bet you Stanford might only have three wins coming into this. You're game. crazy. And then it becomes, and then they it had becomes four a- wins in a six-game season last year. Why do you think they're going to have three wins? This, uh, David Shaw because they're done- playing twelve power fives. That that doesn't help, <laughs> but they've done that before. And David Shaw went to a, a New Year's Six game like t- this six is, years in a row. I don't know about this placement. I on mean, this I game. think it's going to be a competitive game. It, you know, it's it's a kind of a classic college football game between you know Midwest elitists and West Coast elitists. They played in the Rose Bowl in their first game ever in 1925. There there is a little more to this rivalry than I think most people give credit for myself included. You know, you guys are really going back on this pod. <laughs> I mean, a uh, hundred years of history. He's, he's taking this over the Apple Cup. I mean, he's taking this over some other uh, really good games. A lot. Civil out War, there. yeah, uh, Civil yeah. War, fucking Oregon State. What did they go for? And but they beat Oregon last year. Yeah, Oregon sucked ass last year. We're what, they about, won the Pac-12. Yeah, they still sucked ass. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame went to the fucking playoff. They beat Clemson. They shouldn't have been to the playoff. Though. They beat they, a playoff team. They also lost to Clemson by thirty when they were healthy. Fair. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. I don't completely. see myself watching a ton of this game. I just, it's, I, yeah. I just kind of, kind of boring. Yeah, he this wants to watch fest. Oregon State, who won uh, three games in a ten-year period. <laughs> Oregon State is going to beat Stanford this year. They're going to be better. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Uh, here we go. Pick five. Look, and and you missed this one. You missed this one. And look, I want to play. There's a lot I love, but I'm going Army Navy. I'm going Army Navy because it is a look. If Ken, because you're a true American. If Ken Niamato, patriotic son of a bitch. If, <laughs> if Ken Niamato doesn't steal this one, I think he needs to start worrying. I think he needs to start worrying because Jeff Munkin. Has been stealing this rivalry. Army's won four of the past five. Wow! Inclu- After uh, fourteen in a row, or fifteen in a row yeah. by Navy, right? Including a shutout last year, fifteen to nothing. Ouch! Uh, guys, look, Navy's up on this rivalry, but it ain't by too much. Don't sleep on this game. I know Nick's not a fan of it, but this is a fun game, and it's always close for the most part. Um, so. Sign me up. Well, let me touch base on that since you since you threw my name out there a couple of pods ago. I mentioned that I don't really watch the Army Navy game, and look, I got a lot of respect for what those guys do to try to go to class, do everything that the armed forces require them, and then play football on top of it. So much respect to those guys, but I, I don't find the game all that interesting. And and typically it is by itself on that Saturday, and at that point I've kind of. I almost moved, moved on. off of yeah. college football on college basketball. No. So I don't, I don't really watch this game very often. It's kind of a boring game. If you ask me, it's even more boring than Notre Dame Stanford. Well, wow. let me throw a little support on Nick's cause here over the last seven years, obviously 14 teams playing Notre Dame and uh, Navy. Uh, only one of them at one time has managed uh, more than 21 points. Uh, no, you said Notre Dame and Navy. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay. Army, Army and Navy. Navy. Okay. Well, that, that's because they're mirror images. This is why it's great to watch. It's like watching a Knicks Heat playoff game back in the nineties. I or like Pistons defensive Bulls. football too, but I will say a little contrast in style sometimes is interesting. But how about this fact? How about well, the game is meaningless though because the regular season is over for everybody else. Yeah, it's so not. So it, the it's, game is just kind of there. It's not and meaningless it really, for them. 
Yeah, this well, is, I know, but it's meaningless for me unless I'm betting on this it. This is the epitome <laughs> of college football. This is why, and Colby keeps throwing this stupid shit like Army versus Air Force or some shit should be the Thanksgiving morning game. We're talking about Thanksgiving morning is the marquee spot in football uh, fucking viewership. And so if we're going to give this game its own date just to give it honor, why not give it an even better spot where people are actually invested and put well, it on I, Thanksgiving morning? And also. Put army I mean, in the fucking American, and then at this point, this game actually has divisional implications. Potentially a bid. That's to true. That is a true. playoff berth. So you want this to go up against the NFL? On no, I want that. I want the NFL to adjust. But but you could put this game at like nine a.m. Uh, West Coast, noon Eastern, and maybe start at like an hour before the Lions game, and then you give the fans a little bit to like work with. And then yeah, fuck the Lions. Well, the, don't but do the shit. NFL has had it in a third game in the past decade. Yeah. Well, so. the That's NFL just happen. has it in a night game, you know, that the, if I would have it like my druthers, I would have uh, the fucking noon game be army Navy, then the lions in the afternoon and put the Cowboys at night. I'm going to beat you Wednesday night, Thanksgiving, uh, right night before, before Thanksgiving is the second biggest drinking night in America. Put army. So I say you load that one up, put that game every single year, Wednesday night or air force army, Army, any of them Navy at night would be weird. That would be weird. Who cares? Who cares? Let's rock it. Let's go. Let's change things. All right. Nick, Nick hates this game. All right. He didn't have this in his top 10 either. (laughs) Nick's a Taliban. We know it. Nick, let me ask you about this. Let me ask you about this. If you, if if you take back, you know, for a while here, look at these scores. These are all in a row. 1710, 1413, 2117, 2117, 1710, 1713, 2721. These are great. They're great football games. I don't usually watch him. I, look, I'm with call Nick. Me, call I, me a traitor. That's because he's a, watching a, a Duke. Benedict Arnold, but <laughs> he, he's what Duke's playing like Bowling Green in basketball, and he's watching that instead because he's a Duke basketball fan. Well, it's cool. At, that, at that point, I've, I'm starting to to turn my focus to college basketball. That is correct. Rightfully so. Bowl season is you know started as soon as the conference championship weekend is over, and at that point, the rest of the fucking season, aside from the playoffs, is useless. So the month of December for college football is useless. You should be focusing. But like you don't. Find this basketball. classic. They're still running triple option. This is what football a hundred years ago. I this is it. what started. I this love thing. the guys in uniform in the stands. It's fucking cool as shit. But it's not. I've heard you love a guy in a uniform. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Unsheath your sword. Nick, pick six. Where, where you going? Pick six. NC Nick. I'm gonna take you to a great game on Friday that could be very meaningful. UNC at NC State. Look, imagine you is having NC the kind Nick of year people He's think they could have. Say there, say say if they beat NC State, they're going to play Clemson in the ACC championship. Say a Heisman is on the line for Sam Howell, and then say they take the short little bus ride to Raleigh, and NC State beats them, mm. which is very possible. This is a fun game here, and look, last yeah, ten games, can't give too NC much State won five times. UNC won five times. Hey, okay. Oh, there, there. He's hitting us with some facts. There it, you go. Look, competitive. This, this the Jimmy Valvano's. Those days are gone, buddy. Look, uh, I think it's a decent play, but way too early. You're taking this over the likes of Bedlam. You're taking this over the likes of the Apple Cup. You're taking this over a just a huge game. I don't know about a rivalry, but A and M LSU, um, Florida State, Florida is a big rivalry game. You got the Civil War out there. Uh, Patty C, correct me if I'm wrong here. He's taking this way too early, right? Well, he's NC Nick, yeah. and so, but I do think that uh, he's right that if this does have implications on the coastal division uh, for UNC, and really, 
if uh, North Carolina State is the one that bites Clemson in the regular season, maybe they only have one conference loss at that point, and th- they could have uh, implications for not only North Carolina, not only NC State, but also Clemson on their potential playoff eligibility. If they're uh, on the outside looking in at the that's, ACC that, championship, that's a big if. Very though, because unlikely. that hasn't yes. happened in like twenty years. But that's true. Um, I, I mean, it's a solid game. I'll probably watch ten minutes of it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Friday too. Less competition on Friday. I know there's some other games on Friday also, but less competition. True. True, true, true. All right. Uh look, guys, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you receive a special offer up to a five hundred dollar risk free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. All right. Patty C, I do believe it is back to you, my friend. I believe it's back to you. Let's rock. Where you going here? Pick roll. seven here. Well, if I'm going to be honest on what game I'm going to be interested to watch, maybe I'm TMZ Pat here. Maybe this is just a damn good football game, and maybe there will be some real implications here. Texas A&M going to Tiger Stadium to play against LSU. Of course, no, I like this plate here. It makes sense. Yeah, great, great venue. Two big time teams, a developing rivalry. You know, and and Texas A&M talking national championship. LSU coming just two years removed from a perfect season. So you got to figure there's going to be big stakes here. I like this game. I think it's played in the correct spot, despite it not being a, a rich rivalry. Yeah, they're working on it, but it hasn't gotten there yet. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those games and there's a couple of them we'll hit on and you know, on this podcast that it could turn into a pretty good rivalry. I also had this, I, I had this rank number six. So I'm, I'm right, you know, right in the same ballpark uh, and it what A&M won last year, but the year before on LSU's run to the national championship, they whipped them 50 to seven, but this should be a tight game here. And you, I wonder how meaningful it will be because I mean, you know, does Bama already have things wrapped up in the sec West? That's Perhaps. true. That is true. Yeah. Maybe not though, you know, and yeah, maybe A and M or LSU is still, you know, you know, vying for a, a spot in the SEC championship or something. So well, yeah, it, this this should be a, a fun game here. I still, like I mean, the combination of talent. If you're going by the recruiting rankings, these may be the two highest recruiting ranking teams playing against each other on the final week of the regular season. Obviously, Auburn, Alabama, and that equation, and, and they both might be seven and five. <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> well, I feel like the, the, you know, the rivalry isn't as forced as others have been. Yeah. I mean, first off, you know, Patty C loves good border battle, you know, and these are probably, you know, obviously Auburn and, and, and Alabama have that rivalry set. So these are probably the, the two next best schools in the sec West, and they should be contenders for at least, you know, bowls or playoffs every year. So I mean, the rivalry makes sense. I think you know, give this like 10 years or so. And it could become something pretty special. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that. Okay. Pick eight. And it is myself. I am going, look, I, I think the play traditionally is to go bedlam here, but I'm not doing that. The apple cup is at stake guys. <laughs> this game, uh, this was actually the game that uh, me and Nick watched, I believe back in 1992. That uh, be- made us Washington State fans. In I a went way. back and I, I I did a little research. It was 1992. Yes, and it was in the snow, and it was uh, it was a magical game. The Apple Cup. Nick Rolovich, you know, didn't get a chance to 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 play this game uh, last year. So this It'll is be his a first great th- opportunity for this game. Look, and and I know Washington is dominating the series 74 to 32, 
but this is a great game because there's the elements always, I feel like play a part in these games always. So, and I know Washington's won like seven in a row, but watch out for my guy, Nick Rolovich. Cause I think he could pull this one off this year. Well, not only have they won seven in a row, but they've all the, all of those, all of those, excuse me, if I can talk, all <laughs> of those seven games have been by double digit wins. Mm. So as good as, you know, I, I do have fond memories of watching some crazy ending apple cup games and everything, but they haven't been very competitive lately. That might change this year. We'll see. Uh, I had it at rank number five, so I had it right up there too. But I had UNC NC State higher because those that is competitive. But you the see history, every team- the history UNC and NC State have they ever been in the top ten like consistently? I mean, Washington State and Washington have a lot of top ten finishes. But yeah, potentially. But you know, it, in the in the portion of the country where I live, obviously NC State UNC is a bigger deal. And you know, you, you mentioned those, those Washington State games. That was one game that that made me a fan. But also. I remember the Rose Bowl, Ryan Leaf, Washington State against Michigan. I think still three seconds that, on that clock. Still three that seconds was on that a clock. Hell of a game, and the Cougars got screwed. Yeah, they did get screwed, and I don't understand how that uh, still like I don't I the just no one justified that, just running off the clock on an incomplete pass. Yeah, um, I will say this uh, to to add to your point. Uh, both of these teams, COVID year or I guess 2019, um, not included, but 20, uh, 16, 17, and 18, both ranked in the top 25 for this game on the last game of the regular season. So it does have some. So uh, I'm saying normally NC State's five and five, <laughs> and and North Carolina in some years will be like seven and, and four. I or don't something. know. You're giving it a little bit too much shit, but Dude, I, Washington was nasty in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like in Wa- Washington State towards the late 90s when Mike Price was getting it together. This is a better. Rivalry. Yeah, well, NC I was State, nasty in the late '90s and early 2000s. You're still nasty, but that was that three thousand five hundred right? years ago. <laughs> See, here's the problem: you guys are all talking like historically. I'm talking present day. Well, no, he present just day, but he just brought up present day. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you're talking about a, a better rivalry. Not lately. Lately, seven wins in a row by okay, one school, but, all by double digits. Okay, but the fact that that they were ranked at least it was a meaningful game. NC State, North Carolina. I mean, it was just three years ago, and North Carolina won like two games the whole season. Yeah, but they're. I mean, you had blowouts. You had a bunch of blowouts in in your game. So it, maybe if, if you're not a fan of either school, if you're tuning in to the Apple Cup, well, look, you're probably quickly changing the, the channel because it's a freaking blowout. No, well, and look, it's on the West Coast. No, but look, if if UTEP and UTSA are playing close games every year, it doesn't mean we tune in just because it's UTEP UTSA. You tune in because they're ranked. And there, it's it's two winning teams going at each other. Oh, uh, like now Colby says this. UTEP and UTSA. All right. And well, really, I think yeah, UTSA might be able to beat NC State some of those years. Colby's changing his tune here. Get out of here. Colby for the longest time would say, "I don't care what the implications are. I just want to see good football." Now he's talking because it's his game. <laughs> oh, it matters that they're that ranked. is true. <laughs> well, look, no, the rea- the reality is, is the game is always in the elements. It is the essence of football. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's always like crazy rainstorms or yeah. snow. It's one of the four corners of the country. You're going to get some extreme elements. And look, the you, reality is, is that Colby learned the art of arguing at a young age from our <laughs> friend, our mutual friend, Gerard. And it, even if he doesn't have the facts on his side, he, he, he just moves the goalpost until the other really? person just gets frustrated and says, forget <laughs> it. I, I love how you're, you're, you're saying I had nothing to do with that art of arguing right. like, that you had nothing personally as my older brother. Look, uh, by the way, 2018, North Carolina was two and nine. All right. Two and nine. 
and they, they lost to NC state in overtime, but NC state was sitting at a nice, that's uh, right. Throw no, the records out. Yeah. Every game's close. Okay. But I'm saying n- no one cares. There's Nick demonstrating some of those arguing skills guys. we got to move on. From no this one cares game. about that game. <laughs> down years too. What do you mean? Leach had him bowling every year. I mean, yeah, in the in the in the 2010s. Uh, let me step in here and give you a little dose of honesty, Colby. No one gives a rat's ass about the Apple Cup. It's never had any real title implications. It may have some fun personal. What do you mean it hasn't had title implications? Washington what, in 191. Uh, all right. Well, what was Washington what? State that year? There is no time where both of these teams were relevant. Okay, but national- when the fuck has North Carolina State and UNC? Fair enough. I'm not arguing for that. <laughs> I say both of these games, no one gives a fuck about. You're There's a way fool. Better. You're a fool. This is, but this is called the Apple Cup. What do they call the North Carolina one? The fucking what? The the the. Oh, so it doesn't have some some bullshit name to it. Who cares? <laughs> some, some some marketing genius put that together. What's the name of your the Harris Teeter Bowl? You call that one there? <laughs> you fuck. Uh, okay, let's get to the next one, Nick. It's on you. Pick pick something better than that last pick you had. Well, you know, I'll take you to Bedlam. There we go. You know, but there we go. once again, I made the mention of this earlier. Uh, all right. And this, you know, great rivalry, right? Uh, last year, Oklahoma state won 41 to three and Oklahoma state hasn't won since 2014, but there has been some so, good games. Yeah. But still I, I want a rivalry to be, you mentioned Duke UNC basketball. That means each school takes its turn winning a game and it's not <laughs> dominated by one side. But, but then why do you hate army Navy? <laughs> That's just boring ass football. Oh my god, he's just reaching. He's reaching. Oh, he's every- got reasons for each each uh, game that he doesn't like. The art of arguing though is Wait, right there. Did you just uh, choose this game though, Nick? Yeah, he I did. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's still an interesting game. It's still a top ten game. It's still a fun rivalry. I'm just saying another reason why I had UNC NC State higher because this has been totally one sided. I lately. agree. I agree with that. I would much rather watch Oklahoma, Oklahoma State than North Carolina. I would too, just now, because there's I way more talent on the field. There's a chance Oklahoma is undefeated going into this game. I'm high on the Sooners this year. If you look at their uh, schedule, their only road games before this at Tulane, at K State, at Kansas, at Baylor. Neutral site versus Texas, obviously, but the schedule kind of breaks for the Sooners here. Uh, it would be pretty crazy if Oklahoma State could could beat them. And kind of ruin their season here. So it, it is a good game. It's fun. But I wish it just I wish the rivalry wasn't so one sided of late. Well, this is a game that Oklahoma State finds a way to shit the bed in all the time. How about that one they when they missed the extra point like two or three years ago? Yeah, it was like yeah. you guys are gonna do it. What was uh missed yeah, forty eight forty seven. Oklahoma's yeah. ranked number six in the country. It's in Norman. And they missed the extra point. I mean unbelievable. Um, that's little dick energy, right? But there. that's it, little brother energy. Look, they do have, I mean, in the past decade, there's two of those games have gone to overtime and then there's the missed extra point game. So you do have that. Yeah. I mean, this game is entertaining and they both play a super entertaining brand of football. You know, you're going to see high end athletes at both the schools. There's a shit ton of money at both schools. Of course, there's a lot going on that makes it a, a fun game, but to what Nick's saying, I kind of check out before I even get started with this game because until Oklahoma State gets it fucking done, I, well, I, they're gonna lose again. I mean, sure, I agree with that, but I don't ever check out North Carolina and North Carolina State. And that's <laughs> I never check in on that one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, all right, guys, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap. Yes, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship or Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other sports bettors like yourself. 
on PropSwap. See a ticket you like, but think the price is too high? Well, submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button. And PropSwap gives you a suggested price tool to let you know how much your ticket is worth, essentially. Last week, a PropSwap customer sold a $100 ticket for a 175 to 1 Atlanta Hawks to win the Eastern Conference ticket for $6,250 after because he got it for 100 bucks. Think about that turnaround. After the Hawks went up one nothing, I mean that's a that's a hell of a turnaround there. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money; it just has to improve. Think of it like the stock market, but for sports betting. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. All right, Patty C, you're deep into this now. We're on pick number nine. Where are you going? Well, there I will blatantly flex. Uh, Homerism here, and we're gonna go in the ACC Coastal. Virginia Tech at Virginia. Uh, both of these teams could be playing for the Coastal. Does that mean they're playing for a chance to get their ass whipped by Clemson the following week? Absolutely. But from a personal standpoint, this has huge, huge stakes. There's a lot of shit talk going on that we're gonna hear. You know, based on who wins this game. So, and I think it's a pretty competitive game too. Uh, li- I like this one better than North Carolina, North Carolina state. I really do. Cause the, the past couple of years have been really chippy. I feel like, so yeah. Um, I think it's the best game. The ACC has to offer this week. Does that make sense? I think it's the best game. The ACC has to offer Bronco man and against Fuente. Could this be the one that gets Fuente fired? Well, these guys have a little history together going back to Memphis to BYU when they had that brawl on the field mm-hmm. after the game. So it's been chippy between these two guys, Justin Fuente with a hard nose style Bronco Mendenhall with a, you know, don't give up a blade of grass kind of mentality. You know, when that comes together, the friction is there. And especially you put a, a state rivalry. Yeah. It's, it's got all the elements except the winning. Well, like, is it, it's ACC. So, you know, I love it. And uh, you know, the <laughs> battle of the Commonwealth, you know, the state that we all grew up in, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think the UNC NC State game is slightly above it, but I had this Virginia Tech UVA game ranked right here. I mean, Virginia Tech won it so many games in a row, and then finally UVA won in 2019. Uh, Hokies got them last year, so uh, this is going to be a fun game. I'm definitely tuning in in for this because there is a lot of of uh, bad blood between both schools. It just it, this game means a lot to both programs. It means a lot to the state of Virginia. Uh, yeah, I watch this game every year. Yeah, this is a good game. And I, I mean, it was cold as shit last time. I, th- I feel like I watched this game, but uh, this is my, uh, this is one that I will center my day around to watch. This yeah. one is, I really, is really feel good. like the state of Virginia, when you consider how much talent is coming out of that state, it almost feels like the, the government, the, the politics are, are played so that both of these teams are given deference. You know, obviously old dominion has come up to the FBS level. But I think as a JMU grad, that part of the reason we didn't take, make that jump was because UVA and Virginia tech are the teams in the state of Virginia and they want to keep it that way. And uh, so that said the, the residents of Virginia want to see who's the team that year. And it's, it's one of these two. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I look, I'm excited for it. I'll watch this one. Sign me up. All right. Uh, pick 11 here for me. And I'm going to take you to the civil war, civil war. This is a great rivalry. I don't care what they say. <laughs> You're not on calling it the civil war. You bastards. Thank it, you. It is has first off Oregon had nothing to do with the original civil war. This is just, <laughs> this is just fun. This is a fun rivalry. Oregon kind of had some success this past decade, but prior to that, 
you look at this thing from 98 to 2007, Oregon state won that thing six times, six times. So yes, in the past decade, it's only happened twice, but it was last year. And I think Jonathan Smith's got this program rolling in the right direction. This one's in Eugene. The fans are, this is a great fucking, this is a great rivalry. It's a slept on rivalry. I'll play the apple cut up. I'll play the civil war all day over your ACC clowns. All right. (laughs) Give me uh, Oregon at Oregon state. Nick, your thoughts. I'm a fan of this game too. Uh, You know, and OSU beat Oregon in Corvallis last year. Uh, Also in 2016, the Beavers won at home, but you have to go all the way back to 2007. The last time Oregon state won in Eugene. So kind of some, you know, some similarities with uh, Bama Auburn, where it seems like, you know, uh, when, when the underdog Oregon state or Auburn, when they have the rivalry at, you know, on their own turf, much higher likelihood of them playing well and winning rather than on the road. Uh, but this year it could be different because I Oregon's not as good as they were five, 10 years ago and Oregon state's kind of on the come up. So it, I do like the civil war. Yeah. Uh, I watch that every year as well. So I like the pick I'll be watching. And look in 2019, it's, I mean, it's a double digit win for Oregon. It was 24, 10. That means in the, in the fourth quarter, you're still watching. You know what I mean? Like now there was a couple sloppy ones before that when Gary Anderson was coach of Oregon state, but since Jonathan Smith's been there, uh, I, I think he's got the, uh, this is going to be a great game. This is going to be a great game. All time. This rivalry 66 to 48 in uh, favor of Oregon. But you know, going back to probably like the early two thousands, it was probably a pretty even rivalry overall. So uh, obviously the Nike money's shifted things in the favor of Oregon. But like you say, we're, you're not sold on the X's and O's advantage that Oregon used to have that they no longer have. And with Jonathan Smith bringing Oregon state back up, Hey, they won it last year. Who's to say they can't win it again. And Jonathan Smith, when I, when I rattled off that stretch from 98 to 2007, where Oregon state won six of those, mm-hmm. Jonathan Smith was quarterback for a few of those. Hello. He, yeah, he's not used to buddy. lose and do those ducks. Uh, so let's let's, this is a great game. Uh, NC Nick, you're next on the clock. Where are you going? All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the matchup that kind of resembles that a and M LSU. It's not a rivalry, but it might become one in like 10 years or so. And that is your Colorado Buffaloes yeah. at Utah. Uh, it just seems like this should be a rivalry game. Yeah. You know, uh, Utah spoiled Colorado's undefeated season last year. Granted it was only four and but you know, pac 12 started late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually uh, Colorado's lost the last four. So it's about time. The Buffaloes represent here, uh, but it should be a good game here at Utah Friday. It's a Friday night game too. And if I had to pick like a potential snow game of the week, I think I'd pick this one. So you might see some elements that always adds to the excitement watching it on TV. And they call this one, the rumble in the Rockies. They started playing this in 1903, but then it went away for a while, right? Rumble in the Rockies. First time I heard that. I, I like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> and check us out. The all time series, 32, 32 and three. Wow. 500. I <laughs> cool. Yes. Uh, I don't mind missing Colorado, Nebraska. I, I think Colorado, Utah. I think it is it, a better fit. right in. I think well, it fits nicely. Whoa, 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 whoa <laughs> You're talking whoa, to a kid whoa, that grew whoa, up whoa, on Colorado. Whoa, 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 whoa! Look, put this I game. Put this game on the the couple of weeks before have a rivalry game. Fine, just like with Colorado State. But Colorado, Nebraska is meant for Black Friday every single year. <laughs> it's well, disgusting. Look, the sport is disgusting without it. 
It's disgusting. <laughs> it's cue, cue my cue my my Jim Moore. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't know how to run the ball because uh, it was just absolute. It, look, this is yeah, this yeah, is what fans feel like. You feel like shit afterwards without that game because it is a it is nonsense. I mean, this college football ever since we've had cable TV, right, or just a, a decent television. Colorado, Nebraska mattered on Black Friday. It's a shame we don't have it. It's 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 disgusting. All right. For some reason, for me, that I mean, those were good games I watched, but it, I don't know. I, I was never invested in that rivalry. Well, you're a Big Twelve so hater. I, we know that. <laughs> well, back then it was like the the the, the, uh, the Southwest no, Athletic the Conference. Eight. It, was it was the Big, big eight, eight or something. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, but I I think Colorado Utah. I think that could be a budding rivalry here. Uh, you know, it's, oh, especially if Colorado can win some of the ball games here. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, Boulder, Boulder, and Salt Lake City, two of the best snow uh, snowboarding locations in the country. Uh, definitely two almost identical feels for these two states. You know, they went, uh, they went like fifty years without playing each other. Fifty five zero. Well, you got to start it up again. And yeah, since since they've got together in the Pac twelve, Colorado's only won two of those. So. Two out of how many? Well, they joined in eleven, so About ten two years and, now. Two and yeah, nine years. Geographically, they seem like a better fit because Nebraska's, you know, they're a school on the plains. That's the that's that's the fun of that though is you have their border states, Nebraska and Colorado. I and, agree. And you have one that's in the Rockies, and you have one that's in the plains. That's the fun of it. Don't replace but, it with this oh, other red team bullshit of Utah. The hey. Rumble in the Rockies, come on! <laughs> rumble in the Rockies, all right. Look, at Rocky it's Four a, is my Rumble in the Rockies, all right. Was all right. Uh, Jackie Chan in that movie? Rumble, yeah, rumble in the Rockies. <laughs> he's he's a legend. Uh, all right, uh, look, I mean, I I think the game could be decent this year, but actually, I probably think Utah rolls them because it's in Salt Lake City and Utah's fire at home. But um, I don't know what to tell you. All right. It's a decent play. I like it. Okay. The college football experience is brought to you by underdog. Make sure to head over to underdogfantasy.com and use that promo code SGPN for a free $25. You can use the free $25 to enter their best ball mania two tournament. First place in best ball mania two gets a million dollars. That's right. You heard that correctly. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. All right. Drafts are uh, happening constantly and it's not just NFL, it's NBA, MLB and more underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN for a chance to win a million dollars. And by the way, we have a brand new app out guys, the SGPN app. Yes. The SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All righty here. We got, uh, we got uh, Patty C on the clock, right? Is it Patty C on the clock? I believe so. Yeah. Patty C on the clock here. Pick number what? 13. Well, where this, are you taking us? This is where it starts to get into the kind of difficult to choose range for me, because what you have is you have your share of games that may not be competitive, but they're going to be super chippy, right? you you have your share of games that are, going to be relevant on the lower conference level, you know, that are going to be very good games and meaningful, but they're just not the traditional rivalries. And then you've got some super classic rivalries that don't have the same implications that they used to. So I'm not sure which way to go, but at a glance, I'm, if I'm being honest here, really the style of play of this game is what appeals to me. And that's TCU at Iowa state. 
on the final game of the season because both of these teams could have a very good years. We anticipated at the very least Iowa State having a great year. And um then Max Duggan at TCU is a is yeah. a I think TCU is a, a bowl card. team for sure this year, which yep. makes this game very compelling because Iowa State could be playing for the Big Twelve championship here. And if TCU was to pull off the upset, could have a you know a big a big impact in in the college football world. Patty C, come on, man! You, you're still drinking that Big Twelve Kool Aid that Colby whipped up that batch for you, huh? buddy. Have you seen? I'd a, much rather watch this in North Carolina, North Carolina State, TCU, <laughs> Iowa State. It sounds just like the average run of the mill Big Twelve game, dude. You got Breeze Hall. A lot of viewership. Breeze Hall is a returning first team All American running back. You got, and, uh, and both these teams have been in the playoff picture. Or slash BCS picture yeah. sent in the past decade. Right. TCU should have won the national teams. championship. Last year, Iowa State was right there knocking on the door if they had won the Big 12 championship. Once again, North Carolina, North Carolina State <laughs> hasn't really mattered for much. Right. <laughs> it's a good game. It'll be close. It'll be interesting. But I had it ranked a lot lower. Again, down. here's here's what uh, you didn't hear me say. It's not necessarily the 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 brands that I'm, you know, paying attention to or even the real likelihood that they'll get it done because they haven't gotten it done. Even though, you know, they're at the point where maybe they get it done this year. It's the style of football they play. And I think Brees hall, I think max Duggan are two dynamic ass playmates. Who's uh, Iowa state's quarterback. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Purdy, Brock Purdy, Brock yeah. Purdy. You got some really good players that, you know, might turn out to be studs in the NFL playing in this game. And the fact that it's implications and two evenly matched teams. And look, we're like number 14 on the list here. So well, I do not disagree with you. When you went into that long preamble, I kind of tuned out. So no, I did not hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Um. All right, it's my pick here, and I'm taking you to the Governor's Cup. Do you know about the Governor's Cup? No, I'm not talking Austin P. Football. I'm talking Louisville, Kentucky. This is a rivalry now. Surprisingly, they haven't played as long as I thought they had. But just Kentucky's up seventeen to fifteen in this rivalry all time. How have they not played this game longer? That is a shame. But I can tell you this: of recent, uh, the games have been a lot of fun. All right. Yes. Oh, the, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because what? The, <laughs> like the, not the, the last, last two, two, but I'm saying before that there was a in the past decade there's been some barn burners in this game. Okay. 44-40, 41-38. 23, 16, 31, 27. You know what I mean? All in the past decade. Yes. The past two have been shit. All right. But I like this matchup. I think it's fun. It's in, it's in state. You know, this was a big foot basketball rivalry too. So I like it. Talk to me. One of the first few competitive off, the uh, ACC SEC I mean, games. Go ahead, Patty. Sorry. No, I was, that was it. Uh, ACC SEC. That's, that's the extent of it. But yeah, the governor's cup got to agree with you. What I anticipate you saying here, not the it's sexiest. A, it's name. a weak name. Can we call it like the bluegrass battle? How about that? <laughs> Way better. How about yeah, the bourbon battle? There you go. Even better. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's a good game. I yeah. Look, Satterfield, you're zero and two in this game. You've gotten blown out both times, forty-five to thirteen and fifty-six to ten. You want some job security? How about not getting blown out again? I mean, look, <laughs> Kentucky. They're a very, very solid program. They should not be putting up that kind of points. Their offense is limited. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> okay, right. Louisville. So um, I had this ranked a little bit lower down, not too far off uh, just because lately it has been all that competitive, but maybe Louisville's a bit better this year. Maybe it's more competitive. Maybe we got a ball game here. It's fun. It, it's kind of like UVA Virginia tech. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's Patty. See your thoughts on this game. Well, it's interesting because uh, 
Um, I believe, uh, yeah, Kentucky has a 17 to 15 edge, but the first eight games of this rivalry um, or seven games of this rivalry was all Kentucky. In fact, they shut out uh, Louisville for the first six games of this rivalry. Louisville didn't score for six uh, until the seventh game. But since then they've kind of taken control of the rivalry. And it's, it's funny to see a team that presumably wasn't uh, able to play Kentucky because they were at a much lower level from a conference standpoint, coming up and owning this rivalry. You know, that has to be salt in the wound for the wildcats. There we go. All right. NC Nick pick 15. Where you going? All right. Uh, I think this is called the battle of Paul Bunyan's axe. Yeah. That, I love it. Wisconsin, Minnesota. Good yeah. Pull. And this one could be huge this year. This is an under the radar rivalry. This game always seems to be, you know, just really high quality football, really close. Last year, Wisconsin won in overtime in camp Randall. I think this year at home, I think Minnesota wins and it definitely could have an impact on who faces Ohio state in the big 10 championship. There you go. I like, I mean, they play for an ax sign me up. All right. Yeah. When they run <laughs> over to the other sideline after the game and steal the ax and run around with it, it's pretty badass little tradition. I, I, I'll be honest. This, this game's not going to make my, my chart here, but I mean, UNLV Nevada, when they play for that big ass cannon, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I know that football game's normally horrible, but sign me up when yeah. there's a big ass cannon at the, uh, you know, let's keep it gangster stick with two hey. wheels. Yeah. But going back to this game too, it's much better now that it's outdoors. A hundred percent. When it was in that stupid dome in Minneapolis, I could care less about watching this game, but yeah. now that it's outdoors, sign me the fuck up. Uh, all right, guys, look, this concludes part one of this, the next 15 games in our Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the weeks and our upset of the weeks. Uh, are all coming up on the other side of this. So make sure you check this, uh, uh, check out the part two episode. You got to do it. All right. This is the college football experience way too early week 13 preview. Make sure you check out catch episode two on this.